Welcome to the 50 Fire Podcast. I'm your host, David Green. Glad you could be here today. Uh, got a fun guest today uh, that has to do with a retirement community in Florida. What's it like? Uh, what do they have? What's the adjustment when you go down there? If you're going to go down there, um, is it right for you? Kind of, I, I liked it. I really had a good time uh, talking to our guest, Tim. Uh, before we get to that, I just wanted to mention to you, that if you haven't tried Beyond Tangy Tangerine, please do that. This is a vitamin drink. It's 90 essential vitamins and minerals. You need it. You just you just need it. So make sure you're doing some supplements. And if you eat well, that's great. Get the Beyond Tangy Tangerine. Or you know what? If you don't get Beyond Tangy Tangerine, get something else. But if you do want to try the one that I drink every day, I, I got to have it every day. You can find out more about us if you go to our website, 50fire.com. 50fire.com, and you'll see a click through there for Beyond Tangy Tangerine. Okay, you can read about it, and I highly encourage you to get it. 
uh, if nothing else, try it for 30 days. See how you feel. I think you'll definitely be able to tell a difference uh, just in how you feel, your outlook every day because you're getting stuff that your body craves. So look into that. Um, been getting some, some uh, mail, uh, some email about uh, the podcast. <laughs> One that kind of cracked me up. Uh, David, love the podcast so far. It's kind of interesting. I like some better than others. I just, just, uh, that's just the normal thing, I guess. I did have a question as far as your music. Why are you playing an entire song at the beginning and at the end of the podcast? Most of the time, that's just bumper music. Can't, are, are, are we not, not getting, we're just not getting to the show right away where you're playing the entire song. Why do you do that? It's, it's weird. Um, I do that for two reasons. Number one, I'm trying to pick some music that I think maybe you guys haven't heard in a long time. Uh, nothing from 2018. We don't do that. We play songs from a little bit older, uh, older time period that you're gonna, hopefully you're going to recognize. And you're going to say, well, I don't have that in my playlist. I forgot how much I like this song. And you're get, you've got the opportunity to hear the entire song. If you want to skip through it every 15 seconds on what well, the podcast controls give you, uh, you can do that too. That's fine. But I think most of you, I, and that's my thought process, is that you're going to like the song and you're going you're gonna to listen to it all the way through. second reason is because that's just the way I want to do it. Okay, so uh, my guest today. Gentleman by the name of Tim Day. He's the general manager of uh, a retirement community in Fort Myers, Florida, named Seven Lakes. And Tim loves his job. I mean, you, you'll be, you're going to be able to tell that that he loves it, and um, he highly recommends going to Florida. Not necessarily going to Florida, but but um, living an active lifestyle as we kind of wind down maybe the work years. He's a, a big proponent of that. You're going to hear about it. And, and, and this community <clears throat> has everything, has everything. I mean, if you're, we talked about the fact that if you're not doing anything in this community, it's because you don't want to do anything. If you want to be bored, it's because you, if, or if you are bored, it's because you want to be bored anyway. So let's bring him on board. Uh, Tim Day, general manager, Seven Lakes. Hi Tim, how are you today? Good, Dave. Thanks, thanks for having me. Appreciate being on your show. Oh no, no I, I'm I'm glad you could join us. I'm glad you could join us. So, um, the first thing I wanted to do is you're, you're uh, now is general manager the right title for you? I'm the general manager. Yep. The general manager. So you're the board of directors, though, too, of the uh, association. Board of directors. So the board of directors in the association. Okay, we'll get to that in just a second. But um, so, but you're GM of a, a great uh, golf and tennis community. Fort Myers, Florida, called Seven Lakes. Is that right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Tell us a little bit about Seven. I, I want to hear about you and, and, and the Board of Governors as well. But tell us, tell us a little bit. What's what's the what's kind of the elevator pitch for Seven Lakes? What's it like there? Well, you know, the community itself is gated. First of all, there are two gates to come in, and um, you know, we do not let outsiders in that are not uh, properly approved. And if they're employees or obviously contractors, obviously they're on a list to be able to come in here. But we really do take security very, very seriously here. Hmm. And we also take having a good time very seriously. Oh. Uh, we have a 18-hole uh, uh, executive golf course here. Uh, we've got a half dozen uh, clay tennis courts. Okay. We have uh, six uh, swimming pools here. Six. Um, okay. We have basically all the activities that a a small town might have. I mean, we have a whole recreation department that their main job 
is to make sure that people have entertainment. We have movie nights. We have dances. We have happy hours. Oh, uh, well, happy hour. Happy hour is important all the time. <laughs> um, okay, so so um, so the, the and and how how active is everybody with the golf and tennis? Let me tell you the the uh, golf course. What I was surprised at is I have people that are in their eighties and nineties that golf every day of the week. Oh, beautiful! And it's really amazing, and you know they obviously were over fifty five, so you have to be at least uh, fifty five to live here. Okay, we've got people well into their nineties. And they enjoy enjoy an active lifestyle here. Wow. Okay. So so fifty five to live there. So is that um, so? If you're married, do both of you have to be fifty five? Is it just one of you? Is are, no, what, it, what are the it's just one? Yeah, just one. Uh, one person is fifty five or older, and there actually are even um, uh, sometimes that uh, that's extended to a slightly lower age. If, for instance, your mom and dad owned a unit here and they left it to you and passed away, and this is a common one, oh. and you're 52, 53, 54 years old, you can get approval by the board uh, to actually live here, too. Oh, wow. The board uh, does uh, review it. Yeah. Okay. I, I would assume that, uh, you know, the ownership would pass to you if you were, if you were 52 and you would own the, the um, unit, but I, 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 didn't, I didn't think that you would probably be able to live there. I thought you'd probably have to wait until you turn 55, but you can get, is, is there kind of like an age limit? Or that? It sounds like it, it may be like a case-by-case basis. Yeah, it's a case-by-case basis, and the board gets the, uh, the final approval, uh, and the person will actually submit an application and explain their set of circumstances. And, uh, and I, you know, I actually haven't seen one uh, get turned down that was a, a you know, a family, uh, family-type unit. Okay, okay. Does that have anything to do with how the, the residents, how, how the parents were as residents? Or, I mean, I guess, I mean, you've got you to gotta look at everything. With that, with that type of situation. Yeah, you really do. We really want to make sure that, uh, you know, that that particular person, uh, you know, isn't coming in here and they're, they're bringing, um, you know, uh, a family of small children or whatnot to live with them in the unit. So we really just want to make sure uh, that, you know, the unit is not, you know, uh, one or two bedroom unit is not being used to house, you know, six, seven people or something along that line. Sure. And, and I'm sure, no, you can't have kids living there all the time either. No, they, they can visit. They have 30 days a year, which they can, in fact, visit. We, okay. never, we don't really see many people uh, exhausting that 30-day limit, though. <laughs> There's a reason why they moved to Florida and got into the retirement <laughs> community, right? <laughs> That's what you're saying. Right. They, kind of, they may have kind of escaped. There are a few people that maybe escaped all that. And, and uh, <laughs> Well, I mean, it's, it's, I guess it's that kind of community, too. It's, it's one built for, for 55 and overcrowded and, and, and kind of just a, an active lifestyle and you just, I would imagine you'd run into all kinds of other small problems all the time if you had kids living there. You just can't, it's not that kind of community. Right, exactly. Okay, okay. Well, what, now you, you mentioned the board of directors. What, what are the, so, so you have a board. <clears throat> I, I'm guessing that may be made up of residents too. Is that, is that correct? Yeah, the board is our residents. They're elected for two year terms, and uh, we have six members of the board. And, mm-hmm. and uh, basically every year there will be, another election and potentially you could have three new people but uh, you know many times they do stay for, for a second term okay. and, uh, and they're elected at large it doesn't matter what building they in, are in one of the things I guess I should explain a little bit sure. makes it a little bit different is um, we have 29 uh, condominiums here now most people think of a condominium as their individual unit a condo is the actual building or the grouping of buildings it's not 
a unit. When people say I own a condo, they own a unit in a condo and not the uh-huh. condo. Okay. And what's made ours a little more complicated is that we have 29 different condos. Many places, the big towers that you'll see sure. in other communities, that's just one condo. And because of that, we're different. We have 29 separate budgets also. 29 separate budgets? Right. Oh, so that, so that board is not getting involved in necessarily those budgets. Well, they, each one of the condos will have their own condo representative, and they'll also, uh, the folks in their condo will vote on their portion of their uh, of their budget. You know, we have an overall, the 30th budget is the association budget. Uh, that's our budget. Okay. But there's 29 separate condos, and they all have their own budget, which is placed into ours. It's kind of like having 20, 29 different businesses, and then like a, like a master corporation that sits on top of that. You know, I, that makes me think of it. So now I'm curious. So you, you've got uh, 28 out of the 29. Everything's working great. And for some reason, then the 29, I, I guess it probably wouldn't. I, I'm just wondering about the possibility. I'm a curious kind of guy. So what if you had a building to where, I mean, I'm assuming you're probably talking about approval of uh, storm shutters, approval of the parking lot, or, or improvements to the building. I mean, is that right. or or, or uh, cable or something like that. So, so what happens if um, I don't know Comcast wants to come in there or, or Charter or somebody else? They want to come in there and do the cable, and twenty eight out of the twenty nine uh, condominiums say yes. We're going to take the the Comcast. What happens if the twenty ninth? kind of bucks the system or doesn't want to do improvements the way i mean do you have certain things that you that they have to follow and they have to do yeah, yeah the um the uh, board of directors itself and they don't like to you know to act as the strong arm anyone but just in the, ins- the issue of the we're going through this right now with comcast we have uh three oh. companies that we're actually broadband companies we're working with right now to decide who is going to take over our services for the next 10 years. And Comcast happens to be one of them. I just, I just uh, pulled that out of the air. I didn't know that. Yeah, you just pulled okay. it out of the air. You're right. It okay. Was a good one. And, um, <clears throat> but it, it's going to be the simple majority. It's 50% plus one or whoever gets the most votes, whatever whatever company will be the one that we'll actually uh, uh, go with. We'll be making that decision in November. But it'll, you know, you can have one condo also to kind of answer your question too that, Let's say, for instance, they don't want to uh, reseal their parking lot. They don't want to paint, repaint their building. Yeah, there we go. Uh, the board of directors does have a right to step in in those cases, force their hand to do it, and then assess the owners uh, of the unit if they didn't have if the money wasn't available in their reserve account to be able to make those improvements. But we take that maintenance issue very, very seriously. We're replacing. Uh, most of the windows in the in the entire community now with hurricane uh, uh, impact glass windows. Very expensive, smart thing to do in this area uh, because sure. of the potential for hurricanes. Sure. And, uh, and most of them have bought into it, the condos, to get it done. Have they gotten shutters in the past or just now? We've had, you know, we've had very few that had uh, shutters, and we obviously made them take them down. Now, with oh. the uh, impact glass, there's really no need of having uh, shutters here. It's extremely heavy, very, very thick, uh, very thick glass um, that isn't going to actually shatter on you. So, so did, uh, you, did you get – so when you made that decision, did you get pushback from the owners at all, or does that does – that, I mean, you can't please – well, let's, let's put it this way. You said 29 condos. How many, how many units, how many people are living there? Well, you know, you've probably got a – 
We've got a near neighborhood of about 2,500, and some of the people are seasonal. I mean, they don't live here all year round. Right now, we're probably at about 50% uh, capacity because many of these people, it is their second home. Mm-hmm. Or, I, or like I try and tell them that your other home is your second home. This is your first home. Oh, yeah. And when they come back, we welcome them back to their real community. So, uh, and we do miss them when they're away. But uh, they're about half, uh, about half the people stay here year round. Does that have a lot to do with age, or, or what do you th- just climate? Do this is what I think happens. I'm just kind of, I'm just my own opinion on this. It, it appears as though people come down; they initially have this as their uh, would be their second home, and then they start realizing hey, it's not that bad living here in the summertime. Everybody says it's that, you know, it's too hot. It's hot up north. It's hot in the Midwest. It is, yeah. And eventually they say to themselves, well, gee, why am I carrying the expense of having two homes when I enjoy being here in my own little gated community where I have swimming pools and golf courses and recreation? And maybe they don't have that up north. And eventually they do sell their their property up north. I've got two other people just recently that have told me they're thrown in the towel. They're, they're one was from Massachusetts and one was the Midwest somewhere, and they just decided that they're going to uh, you know, sell their homes up there and, and make this their full-time residence. That probably has a lot to do with family too, I guess, wouldn't it? I mean, Yeah, and you know what you do see? The ones that might come down here initially um, might buy that one-bedroom unit mm-hmm. and stay here, and then later on, if they do get rid of their home in the other location... They might buy the two-bedroom or three-bedroom, and many people do do this. They, they upgrade to larger units when they become available, so when their families can come visit, they'll have to be comfortable and have, uh, you know, rooms for them or space for them uh, in their unit. I guess they're probably just kind of getting their feet wet, too, without having a – I mean, that's a smaller unit, I guess, less cost. Yeah. So they're just kind of – they, yeah. they probably want to decide whether they really want to be down there. Um, you know, in our, in our community, though, Dave, is really unique because, you know, we're less than – well, not even 10 miles from the beaches. We, uh, you know, have major shopping centers uh, across the street from our development. And I can tell you, I lived here for 20 years and didn't realize this community actually existed because it's kind of tucked away off the beaten path. You don't mm-hmm. notice it from the main streets. And when you when you look at an aerial, you say, how, how the heck did you miss this whole community in here? But you just, you overlook it because it's landscaped beautifully and you just don't, uh, you don't notice what's actually behind the gates. Ah, well, I, and I'm sure your residents, that's a thats a big selling point when they first come down yeah. and start looking at it. Yeah, one of the things we're doing right now, just the front entryway, I can look out my window right now, uh, we're spending $40,000 just to put in new planting shrubs and upgrade the entire front entryway. So particularly as our uh, residents that don't live here year-round, it's going to hit them when they first come through the gates again in the fall that uh, the work that we've done in the off-season, in their off-season, to make the place even look better. Wow. So, so in a community like this, I mean, you're in Florida, so there are lots of other communities around there too, right? Mm-hmm. So, so yeah. in your in your capacity as as, as GM, what, what all does that entail? I mean, are you are you concerned with um, having having the units full, having them all sold, having a? I mean. How does that work in terms of just running running the community? Well, we have uh, a realtor on site. It's not actually an employee of Seven Lakes, but they're called Seven Lakes Realty. Okay. And uh, they handle rentals and they handle uh, sale of property. Now, you can use an outside realtor also, but using an outside realtor, they're not up to, up to speed to answer 
here at one point we might have had over over 60 units that were available at one point for mm -hmm. purchase right. and i believe now we might be down to around 20 or 21 in that ballpark but it's fluid you have to remember that some of these people are uh, older uh -huh. and uh, they do pass away and if the families don't decide to keep the unit uh, and they decide to sell it. Obviously, there's always going to be that variable that's going to be changing, you know, monthly too. Units that may not may not thought they were going to go on the market, and the uh, person <laughs> passes, and the unit comes on the market. Okay, so you also mentioned rentals. So, so, so you've got a realtor there who who deals with with sales and rentals. What what's the rental thing like? Do you, are are these people also kind of testing the waters when they first come down? Or is it it's uh, they 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 want to rent before they buy or or what, what do you, do they have certain rules that they have to follow as far as renting or how long they can stay and those kinds of things? Yeah, we have uh, we have uh, rentals available here that again a typical owner will place their unit with the real estate office. Uh, the, the typical rentals may be a seasonal, maybe the four month season, but what I'm seeing is more uh, more of an annual uh, rental that really? people are coming in for the twelve months. And I think those are the folks that you just started to mention that are kind of getting their feet wet. You think I really like living here, at, you know, a little bit cheaper maybe to, before you make that investment to purchase one to, uh, you know, live here for a year. And the realtor will tell you, our local our realtor in here, that uh, they do sell a lot of units to people that initially rented hmm. uh, when they first came down. So it may be kind of like a little bit of a hit list for them. Yeah, it's probably a good working list. I mean, I'm, I'm not sure of the inner workings of him, but I'm, I'm pretty sure that he does pretty well off, off that list. Uh, the thing that I tell people, though, is that if I'm talking to people from outside, I prefer them to use the, the realtor on site here because they understand all the rules and the, and the doc, condo documents. They know them inside and out. Sure. A person who's never lived in a condo before, there's a lot of questions you have to ask, and, and there's a lot of things you need to know. And outside people are not as familiar with, uh, you know, with our rules. And we have rules, and we have uh, a condo docs that, that spell out exactly what you can and cannot do. Uh, and and let's get back to that in just a minute because I think that's interesting. But but if, but if you uh, <clears throat> and again with the age, if you had someone who may be 45 and found themselves to now be the owner because the parents left it to them. They're not ready to move down there too. If they're if they're say let's say they're let's say they're forty instead of fifty two they're forty two. Right. Can they continue to own that and and rent Absolutely. it out till they turn fifty five? Absolutely. Absolutely. You could be eighteen years old and own a unit in here. Okay. Uh, but the you know the issue would be residing here, and there would be somebody that would actually uh, <laughs> that would probably make the complaint if you did in fact do it and you didn't go through the proper. Uh, Oh sure, sure, sure. You got to have those rules. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so go into some of those rules. Some, some of the. I, I mean, owning a condo. So if I'm, so if I'm owning a unit there, um, <clears throat> what does that mean? Do I, do I automatically get golf? Do I have a? Does a golf cart come with it? Do I can do? Do I? Can I do certain things with gardening? Can I? What, what are some of the do's and don'ts, or, or some of the things that I would have to follow? As, a, as if I decided I, I'm going to come down there, I'm going to I'm going to buy a unit. What would what would that experience be like? Well, you know, it'd be an interesting experience for you because what you're going to find between this community and a lot of the other ones that are even in uh, in the Port Myers area is that we don't charge fees for what other people charge fees for. Uh -huh. um, Many golf uh, communities charge a, um, a trail fee, you know, for the golf carts. They'll charge uh, uh, 
fees to make you use their golf carts. We allow you to use, bring your own golf cart. We allow you, you know, to obviously play on the golf course as many times as you want during the year. We don't charge you any additional uh, fees for that. It's all part of your 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 uh, maintenance fee, your monthly uh, maintenance fee. And many golf courses uh, and golf course communities, uh, uh, they they'll charge you an annual fee to play on uh-huh. the golf course. Okay. We don't do any of that. And green fees too, but you but you don't you, you don't even have green fees. You don't even have green fees. You uh-huh. you can come out and there and there are a lot of people that really are avid golfers that really appreciate the fact that. Wow. Uh, they come here and just golf whatever they want. And then the other part is we have reciprocals with other uh, golf course communities too. So if uh, uh, you did, in fact, in the off, particularly in the off-season, you wanted to golf at another uh, local community that we have a reciprocal agreement with, you'll get a really reduced fee to golf at their particular uh, course. And uh, Now, can they come in and play at Seven Lakes as well? Yes, but we it's, <laughs> it's just not it's, – it's been a lot more rare in the uh, – some of the other communities are really more geared towards the winter residents. So in the summertime, they, and that's when we would do it. Oh, okay. In the summertime. Because you're not going to take we away from residents who live there. Exactly. Because in season, um, you know, in season, it, it can be a challenge to get a tea time that you want, uh, you know. And we have a computerized system that takes care of that for us. But uh, it can be a challenge to get if you want to go out at 8 o'clock in the morning or Seven thirty or nine thirty in the morning. It could be a challenge to get the times that you actually want for uh, tea times. I guess early morning hours are are, are the, hot. The, yeah, you're, yeah, you're busy because it gets hot later in the day too, right? Right, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. So, so wait a minute. Okay. So you said that if you if you pay that fee, you got you, you're basically just playing golf as long as it's available, as long as you can get the tea time. You can get out there and play. Yeah, okay. Absolutely. Well, get now, now what happens if you're not a golfer though? If you're if you are are you paying <clears throat> What's the fee the structure fees. like? Go ahead. Yeah, paying the same fees. You, you, the, the fees here will range anywhere from uh, the maintenance fees range from um, you know approximately five hundred dollars, so a little over five hundred, to as high as eight hundred if you're in what we call a golf villa, which it would be those one level uh, units that are right on the golf course, and opposed to being in what we call the mid rise or the high rise. So over here in a high rise, it's the highest one, only six stories. Um, but you pay the one fee, and you'll have everything. Now, if you don't golf, uh, you know, you're still paying for that upkeep of the golf course. But maybe you're more into tennis. Okay. Or maybe you're more into swimming. Or maybe you do. We have um, a carpentry shop. We have a woodworking shop. Okay. Uh, we have just a multi. Obviously, we have a big uh, health club uh, inside the facility also. We have an auditorium where we have bingo once a month. We have anything you can imagine. We have. We even have a bus that if you can't, you don't drive anymore, uh-huh. or you don't want to drive, that will transport you to the stores to go, you know, food shopping and or clothing oh. or whatever you want to go shopping for. And uh, we also do trips. We'll take people out on trips. Uh, you have to sign up a little bit early. You have to sign up probably a week in advance if we're going to go to the beach one day or if um, there's uh, some other like baseball game. You want to see the Boston Red Sox uh, or something playing. You know, we'll take the bus and, and uh, take a busload of uh, folks over to the games, too. Okay. Well, I mean, those are extras, though, obviously. Uh, <coughs> tickets are extra. We don't make you, we're not making you pay for the bus. Oh, okay. I mean, okay. Yeah. So, so the bus, so the, so golf, tennis, the, the woodworking shop, the, the bingo, um, and, and the bus, those are all, those, all those fees, yeah. they basically go into everything. Right. So if it's, if you, we don't I mean, break it down. 
Uh, okay, so if you that I mean if you I guess uh, the more active you are, the the more you get for your money. <laughs> the, the bigger bang for your buck. I definitely would agree with that. You know, okay. It, we call it you know an active lifestyle community. It's not a um, it, it's not a what people might be called like an assisted living facility. We don't have no. nurses and doctors running around. We these are folks that are generally mobile and can and basically take care of themselves. I got you. What, now, what would happen if you? got into a situation like that. I mean, again, as you mentioned, some of these folks get older. So um, once they reach a certain age where they where they need care, extra care, is that something where they're going to try and stay? Because that's, you know, they may have been in this home now for 30 years. I mean, they want to stay. Yeah, there's nothing that would prevent uh, people from having their own uh, home health care people coming in to take uh-huh. care of them. But when I've had a couple of situations already where the person maybe developed a uh, form of dementia or whatnot. They really can't care for themselves. We really do make contact with families, and we try and get the families to kind of intervene in that, uh, in that for their own safety. That makes sense. That that's makes generally, sense. That's generally what's happened. Well, that's you, you've got a lot going on around them all the time, too, so that's probably not a comfortable place to, for them to be in that kind of situation anyway. Exactly. I would guess. I mean, I, you know, that's, that's what that seems to make the most sense. Uh, so, <clears throat> so as GM, what, what's what's it like to be a GM? Of this? I mean, I, I think most people, uh, especially in the north, would say, "Well, wait a minute, you're a GM of a 55 and other. You're in Florida. You're, you're on vacation all the time." <laughs> oh, I can tell you, it's, it, I I do I do love my job, and, and uh-huh. uh, the people I work with are, are great, and uh, enjoy being with them, and and the residents I. Inc- certainly do uh, enjoy the residents, and I get to meet many of them. I, I, I know many of the residents firsthand. Believe it or not, you think, how could you know that many? But you go to the events here, you get to know them. I send out um, email blasts once a week, let uh-huh. them know what's going on. They'll, they'll give me feedback on what I sent out. We communicate a lot. Um, but, I mean, this is a lot like running a small town. You know, we have security. Uh, we don't call it a police department. We have security. We have right. maintenance department. It's not, you know, it's not called public works. We have a recreation department. That I, I'll be very honest with you. A lot of small cities and towns would wish they had the recreation department that we have. Really? Um, for the activities, and you know, there's always something going on in here, and it really is more of a, uh, it's more of a gated, uh, not just a gated community. It's kind of like a gated small town, small town okay. atmosphere inside. You know, everybody knows everybody. They know what 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 color your golf cart is, and and if anything suspicious is going on, they make sure they let us know about it right away. Wow. Okay. So now, do you live on property? Do you live there? No. No, the, the GM isn't even allowed to, to do that. Oh. There's a lot of reasons for that. They wouldn't They wouldn't want you on site. Uh, obviously, you need to have a little bit of a life, a little bit of separation, uh, too. Is that is that the main reason? We have our own re- yeah, I think that's really the, the real reason for it. They, they wanted to make sure that you... You know, separate yourself at some point. Like, for instance, we have a restaurant, a major restaurant um, okay. in the community. Oh, okay. And if every time you sat down at the restaurant, you had people coming up to you to uh, <laughs> talk about whatever their issue was, or their soup of the day, and everything, <laughs> you know. Tim, when are they going to when, when they going to get the the greens and the teas? Uh, <laughs> when do it? Uh, you know, uh, I know you're eating right well, now, but um, <clears throat> yeah, I, I, yeah, I see what you mean. Uh, I, I and uh, once you get fin- at some point you retire too, I guess. So I, I, that well, may not necessarily well, be a good place. To- well, yeah. sure, I understand. I, you're 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 a younger guy, so so. But that's but that's if if you ever retired, does that would you move? You probably want to move somewhere else, and you don't want to move no, in there I either. Just, I think it's just, as a matter of fact, 
there was another GM uh, before me, and she was only here about three years. But the one prior to that was here 21 years. Oh. And, and as part of his retirement, they, could, they let him golf on the golf course whenever he wanted. He got like a, you know, a free uh, golf course pass. And he's here a couple times a week. He, he loves the community. You know, oh, you know, that's he, he worked here for 21 years, and yeah. he's still part of the community today. And uh, but he doesn't he live there. He doesn't. Welcome. I mean, it would be would it be he tough for him to live there? He, it's just he could live here if he wanted to, uh, but he just had a house that uh, wasn't far away, and uh-huh. uh, he lived close by. And uh, but he enjoys attending the events here. He goes to all the different social events and whatnot, and he calls several times a week too with his uh, with his friends that he's made over the years here. Okay. I never left. Even though he left, he didn't really leave. I got you. I got you. So, and and that's never been a, a problem. I mean, you got one GM looking over the shoulder of another GM. That's not. He, he's just enjoying the community. Oh yeah, yeah. And, and you know, it's it's good for us. Sometimes when I do talk about issues that that come up, and you get somebody else's insight who was here for a long time. And, oh, nice. Uh, yeah, and that's actually a good thing. So, how how do you get to be a GM of of, of uh, an operation like this? Well, well, I mean, what's what's the background? What's 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 in, in, in this state, um, you have to be licensed to do it. You have to be what's called a community association manager. It's called a CAM license. Okay. And you have to take that training, and you will take a uh, state test. And that just gives you the, the actual uh, license to be able to, uh, to run a, community, a gated community. You ought to run, uh, for that matter, you could run a house, regular housing development uh, mm-hmm. with that license. Uh, but my background was, uh, was law enforcement background. And I uh, was a city manager. I was over on the east coast of Florida as a city manager. Okay. That's why I can equate being a city manager so much to this because I ran a police department and a fire department and public works department and whatnot. And it's wow. very, very similar to what I have going on over here. Uh, just a, maybe a nicer atmosphere. Is well, that... this is definitely more controlled. I mean, I can't control who drives through my, my city. But right. I can control who drives through my community. And I can control that very, very easily. So, so how, so, so do you, do you sometimes find yourself uh, being a referee with all these boards and, and, you know, the, the different departments and things like that? I mean, I, I would think if you, if you gather in, you know, 2,500 people who are residents there and they, and this is my, no, this is my unit and I'm going to do the, I mean, I would imagine that you get some, some fun referee opportunities. Well, you know, it's, it is true, but I mean, everybody has, they're all from different wide variety of backgrounds and different places. I mean, we have a lot of uh, Canadian uh, folks here also. They, they only come for about six months a year. Okay. Um, but like, like a recent one, uh, I had a recent issue with cigarette smoking. Hmm. And you had some people who really didn't want anybody, um, you know, in their patio area smoking cigarettes. And we do have rules that say you, if you're going to smoke outside your own unit, it will be 25 feet away from the building. And we had to make some adjustments out there to make sure that smoke, smoke was not going into uh, other folks, their units. And what was the trigger was I had one guy who was a cigar smoker oh. and a heavy cigar smoker. And, and that smell was actually, you know, getting into some of the units. So, but when you live in a, in a setting like this, there are going to be, the rules. The rules are good, and it may not be for everybody. There may not be, you know, some people may not, uh, you know, want to 
live in a place where there, there is some structure to it. You know, I mean, we make sure that all your cars are registered in here. We don't have unregistered vehicles. Okay. We make sure that uh, we handle all the landscaping. Now, if you happen to have um, your particular building, you wanted some other type of, um, of flowers, whatnot, it would be the actual condo, the, the owners of those units that would make that decision. You don't just get to say, well, I'm going to go put roses in somewhere, uh, you know, because you feel like doing it. It's going to oh, be wow. a, group, a group decision. So right outside your door, I mean right there, you'd have to get approval for putting roses there. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it would buy the condo, buy okay. the people that live okay. in your building together, and, and they meet once a month. And uh, so anything, you know, there, and you could, in fact, if there was an emergency, have a meeting sooner than that. But they meet on a monthly basis to okay. talk about everything that affects their unit. And um, you know, for instance, you have somebody who, um, and I had one of these. You had a hoarder situation uh, going on, uh-huh. and became a little bit of a dangerous situation. It would, at the meetings, it came up. It made its way to me. And we uh, we did get that person the help they needed, and uh, to get that taken care of too, because it's a fire hazard, particularly in a wow. building that uh, is uh, four or five stories high. We don't need somebody having a unit that's stuffed with with junk that could potentially ignite. You know. So how do you, how do you handle something like that? What's what's the process like? Did, Delicately, did you... I, I watched <laughs> it on TV how they how they handle it. And they have these dr- drama. What I did was I just. Uh, kind of built a relationship up with the individual for a course of about a month, and little by little, I, I you know, I'd go over there and I'd talk to them, hey, you don't really need this, do you? And and I was able to get them to, um, you know, they finally realized uh, you know, that it was silly to hang on to what they did, and I brought them some help. I mean, I actually got them help, and, uh, you know, some psychological help and some physical help to get the stuff out of there, so... Well, good. And it was it was in their best interest, and you know, there's a lot of reasons for it that trigger it in people's lives. We could go on talking about that for a long time, but I do handle things that you wouldn't think would come up, and, and you know, you have relationship issues occasionally hmm. where you have to deal with. It. You have people that maybe um, didn't like the way that their neighbor, and this is another one, you know, parked their golf cart too close to your golf cart, and too, but too I'm sorry, too close to park your golf cart. Golf too close to, to each other. We, we have parking <coughs> for golf carts. Okay. And uh, it's, it's not as big as, obviously, car uh, parking. And um, and sometimes, you know, someone might get too close to another person's golf cart. And, you know, they make complaints. What, have, what we do here is if you have a complaint um, and you give it to me in writing, within 48 hours, I've done something to it. If I haven't already handled it. I've actually got the ball rolling on an, on an initiative to take care of whatever your problem is. And uh, we take that seriously. When someone comes in and makes a complaint about something, it may be something that we can't do anything about. It may be something that, you know, the person wasn't doing anything wrong. You just don't like it. But we'll explain it to you. We'll explain why we can't do take care of whatever it is that you uh, want it done. Well, I guess you'd want to have it that way anyway rather than having them try to work it out. Yeah, themselves I sometimes. Yeah, I wouldn't want them uh, getting into arguments between uh, between neighbors too. You know, that's that's sure. not appropriate. Sure. Um, so so <clears throat> the people moving down. So so let's take. Um, I don't know. I don't know if there would be an average person. What their you know their background or things like that. But um, I, I I'm curious about this because <clears throat> not too long ago I I was uh, had a business meeting and I was I was talking to a gentleman. I think he told me he was 82, 
and he still he was running four businesses. Oh my God! Yeah, wow. yeah, at eighty two, eighty eighty two, and and so I, I I mean I asked a question. I'm I'm sure he gets a question all the time. I just basically said, you know, I'm not <clears throat> I'm not saying you shouldn't be doing this, but you're eighty two. I mean most most. Most people who are 82 are not run, still running four businesses, and, and I said, well, why do you do that? I said, I, uh, same thing. I'm a curious guy. I'm just curious as to why you still do that. He said, well, he said, you know, <clears throat> he said, I don't want to retire. I, I have no business. I have no, no interest in retiring. He said, and I'll tell you something else. He said, a lot of my friends who did retire and just stopped doing everything, they died a year later because they just weren't active. So, so um Along those lines, you, you, you got people who I, I guess they're not necessarily working, but if they're moving into to Seven Lakes, they're they're still going to be pretty active. Is that is that kind Dave, of? Dave, you hit it on the head. I mean, uh, I you know I don't base this on any kind of scientific information, okay? But I truly do believe that as you get older in your years, if you can make it to the warmer climate. We were able to, where the sun seems to be shining longer, uh-huh. uh, and the days are obviously more, more milder temperatures or whatever we can get out and do things, uh, even if it's just riding around in, in your golf cart. I really do think that you, you live longer. I, I, to, to see what I see on a daily basis, 80 and 90 year olds out there on golf courses and, and really enjoying themselves, husbands and wives going together, people that don't know each other mixing and finding new friends and making new friends to, uh, to hang around with and, and do things with. That's kind of why you worked all your life, is so you, you can enjoy life. And mm-hmm. uh, those, those golden years are not spent, uh, you know, sitting in a chair watching TV all day. You well, know? you know you're going you to get, get vitamin D, for sure. <laughs> I mean, that's... You're going to get that. <laughs> I, mean, <you're, laughs> I mean, there is more sun. There is more sun, yeah, definitely. Definitely but more I, sun. Yeah. De- definitely more sun. And, and we really do pride ourselves on... Uh, on uh, putting activities together that uh, that are fun for, for everyone to have. Like, for instance, our restaurant, we have a, uh, a new vendor in here running the restaurant, and we run uh, karaoke uh, uh, every, once every two weeks. Okay. We run trivia nights. We're running. going to run a whole series of other activities besides the, the, uh, the dances and the, and the happy hours uh, that we have here, too, just to get people out meeting each other and being together, you know, and, and making new friends. How does the restaurant do um, in July versus January? Horrible. Oh, right. <laughs> uh, yeah, they do horrible. They, it's uh, it's just one of those things that they will do extremely well in the uh, in the fall winter uh, seasons. But uh, when you get to that springtime season, where uh, you know where we do have a significant uh, loss of membership leaving, uh, the numbers just go right down. But uh, they still have to pay their their monthly their monthly fees. That doesn't go right. Well. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, what you'll see is the restaurant will actually have uh, uh, less employees and that kind of thing in the uh, in the offices. Okay, okay. And uh, that's why, you know, there are people who actually do kind of follow like a circuit that work in that business and they come down in the wintertime to work in, in uh, country club type settings and then they, when the season is over, they, they make their way back up to the, uh, the northern states uh, to work up there in the summertime. Oh, wow. Okay, so that maybe some of those um, mountain resorts or something like that. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what they uh, do, and they tell me there's a whole underground, there's a whole circuit that you you can just watch them, watch them where they go, where they reappear, and then they they come back in the next the next winter. 
Wow, wow. Get out so, of that weather. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. They so, do well financially. They do well financially in the uh, in the uh, in season, what we call in season down here. But but that's a different vendor, right? So that's um, so, yeah. So, this is something new that we're doing right now. <clears throat> we were running it ourselves, and uh, it just it was a lot for us to uh, be able to control, and and we didn't we really didn't like uh, have to lay off employees and that kind of thing. And uh, once we put them on board, we kind of kept them. But financially, it was uh, it was a mistake. Uh, oh, okay. Employees okay. In because you just can't run it that way, I guess. Just can't. You got to run it like a business, and uh, you can't you can't run it thinking I better. I just want to carry this person for three or four months because I know it's going to get busy again, and we don't want to lose them. So you got less hours, obviously, in the restaurant in general. Right. Right. Well, less. it's not that much less. Instead of opening for seven o'clock for breakfast, we'll open for eight o'clock for breakfast. Oh. Okay. Um, instead of maybe closing at eight o'clock, um, we might close at six o'clock. You know, and uh, but the new uh, vendor that we have in here, instead of there's somebody in here in the restaurant, he's not leaving. No. Wow. Yeah. Okay. That's 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 great. So so <clears throat> you you were talking about the health benefits and coming down. Do you see? I mean, how, how long have you been there? I've only been here a year now. A year, okay, yeah. okay. But you, but you, you've been in Ford for quite a long time, though. So but over twenty years. Okay, yeah. over twenty years. So, so what's the adjustment like for somebody moving into the community? What, 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 what do you think the experience is? I mean, you've seen some people move in in the last year, but you've been in Ford for a while, as far and you've seen a lot of this, I'm sure, in your state, as far as people. You know, retiring and coming down to Florida. What what can you speak to as far as the adjustment? Well, you know, I think honestly, uh, it's been an easy adjustment uh, for me. I enjoyed the uh, weather. I didn't enjoy uh, 110 inches of snow and hanging <laughs> out in the New England states. And I, hear you. I enjoyed being able to be more active. I enjoyed you know get on the water and go boating and whatnot. Um, and so I think that the person who um, might have had dreams and thoughts about what it would be like to live in Florida. I think once they do it, they realize it came true. You know, it's kind of like the dream that came true. Uh-huh. Uh, and uh, I, I think if you have to experience it, and I think once you're here, I don't think you'll leave. There was this myth, I know that I, when I was up north, um, that uh, people go to Florida and they'll they'll hate it, and they'll, they leave and they come back. Well, I don't think that's really happening. I don't know many people that are leaving and coming and going back to the northeast to freeze. All the demographic information points to there's an exodus getting out of the the uh, colder states and coming to the warmer states. It doesn't necessarily mean it's always Florida. It could be Texas and Arizona. Sure, right. Carolinas have gotten popular. Uh, but there's definitely lower uh, populations uh, in, in the north, and they're coming down here. And I think once they get a handle on uh, you know the basics, where, where everything is, uh, do they have the appropriate medical resources? Uh-huh. Do they have their own sure. doctor, and they get all that kind of stuff lined up where they know where their dentist is going to be. And they, and once they get all that worked out, I think there's the comfort that just kind of overcomes them once they you know, once they get here, because they're going to meet people from all over. You know, that, that's kind of what happens here too. You don't really, maybe it's happening more now um, because I've got children that were born here, but. For the most part, you know, many of these people were not born here. They were huh? from someplace else, and you have that kind of common bond that, hey, maybe that person is from New York or New Jersey or Pennsylvania or Illinois or whatever, and you meet some other people, uh, you know, from that same geographic area, too. It happens. 
Sure, sure. And I mean, I guess with with all the mixers you were talking about, I'm, I'm calling them mixers, all the, all the activities yeah. that, you, that you have going on, including the golf. And uh, um, I, I, I would assume you have leagues. and um, Absolutely. We oh, have here's, here's, men's nine and eight, nine hole, 18 hole, women's uh, nine, women's 18 hole, just for those uh, leagues. They, uh, they also do a scramble on, on Saturday mornings, which is very popular, probably. Okay. Oh, I have to say, you're going to get uh, oh, 120, 130 people go out and, and play in the scramble on Saturdays. Wow. Is that is that mainly during the season? Yeah, but you know what's funny? I, uh, last weekend, we had over 80 that, uh, that played. So I guess maybe maybe the people that are staying behind year-round year are true golfers. Because <laughs> we did have, <coughs> it was me. a lot. There was a lot to have 80 on Saturdays. I, over I, 80. I would imagine they, the, the summer before they may have gone back home and had to pay for golf all summer long. Yeah, to say. <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah, it's interesting. Which brings me to, to one thing about the activities. Do you have pickleball? Yes. Pickleball. I'm extremely, extremely <laughs> popular. We're looking at even adding a couple of other. We have two courts right now. We're looking at adding an additional two more in the upcoming year. Okay. So it's become extremely, extremely popular. Husbands and wives play together. You have the men's group, women's group. Um, you know, it's become extremely popular. That's that's was my understanding. Um, I I I have a friend who who now I think has moved almost exclusively to pickleball and golf. That's what he does okay. instead yeah. of the yeah. racquetball and tennis. He he moved out of that into the pickleball and loves it. Uh, <clears throat> they they have a, a contingent where I am in, in terms of that, but. Um, well, what about um, <clears throat> does that does it, all, all of the you know friendships or relationships? Do, do you have people? I, well, I mean, you talked about people who pass away. I mean, who who live there? Do do, do you find that that um, when one spouse uh, unfortunately passes away, do the is there is there a good support system? Do they do they stay there? Do, do they meet somebody new? Does, do, do things like that? I, I, I would imagine that you you talked about it being like a small city, so I, I guess those things happen. Everything you described happens. Um, you will get some that might that might want to go and be with family, and, and honestly, I think those cases are getting more rare. If you made the inroads when you've been here, you have made enough friends. I'm not necessarily that you're going to find another spouse, but you certainly have enough friends here that are going to look after you and that you know that uh, that are ask you to participate in all the events that you did uh, when when your other spouse was alive. And, sure. uh, and uh, it's just one of those kind of communities. It's kind of it kind of reminds you of like you know the old times, maybe when uh, you and I were kids growing up, that uh, your neighbors all knew who you were, right? And, uh, and <laughs> you better not do anything wrong, or if you, but if you do something good, that's good. They'll praise you too. But sure. um, everybody knew each other, and that's what you see in these kind of communities. Doesn't mean everybody's having a love affair with everyone. But well, no, but do know each other and uh, and they're respectful. And that's what more can you ask for? I guess probably the longer that you stay there, too, the you're less likely to to, to move out if something I like think that that's happens. Definitely. I've had people tell me the only way I'm leaving here is when I get carried out. Yeah, sure, sure. But, but you've got, I mean, if that's a, they're living a lifestyle that's active and busy, and that's and, and they're having fun, having fun and doing having it. Fun. I, I'm guess. I mean, that that sounds like a, you, and it sounds like you can pretty much pick whatever you want to do uh, all the time. Uh, and and <laughs> what's it like when when you've got people who live there year round? When when um, I, I mean, do we do we still call them snowbirds? Is that what we call them? 
Oh, let me tell you, some of them hate being called that snowbird. Oh, that's what I was wondering. <laughs> oh, they hate that. You know, we have um, folks here that really take offense to that because their theory is obviously that they they pay for their unit, they pay their fees, even though that they're not here, so they're still part of the community. And, sure. But uh, they, some of them really, I guess if that's a word, that you, you might maybe half the people you know wouldn't take offense to that, but the other half might. You know? Oh, that's uh, funny. But, uh, but more of them, like I said, more of them that do go back uh, really do seem to want to um, put down their roots here uh, full time. And it was really probably a family issue up north. Uh-huh. And they realized that, uh, hey, I'm getting older in my, you know, mid to upper 70s. And I'm seeing all these other people that I'm, I'm taking off on uh, during the um, summer months that are my friends. And I'm leaving my friends. Yeah. So maybe a, a better idea is just get a bigger unit have some relatives you know come down and visit you when you're when you're down here too sure what what about the the year-rounders who are there when when everybody comes back in the, in the fall uh i would imagine they're glad to see them but at the same time it makes everything busier too they're probably just uh, what's what's the reaction to that it, it makes everything busier uh, but i mean again you're not going to see more than 2500 people in here um you know, at any one time anyway and I think it makes it more entertaining, you know, when you go oh. to the dances and the room is more packed with people than it is, you know, than it is maybe half built. Uh, you know, when you go to the, um, the restaurant or the bar and you have more friends to talk to, I, I think it's been, I think they welcome it. I think they really welcome when everybody comes back. Are, are they the same, you have the same activities whether it's summer or winter? Yes. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. so. I just don't get the, the numbers, you know, like, uh. For instance, on like uh, trivia night um, uh, during during season, we actually have a lottery uh, because we can only fit about 145 people into the restaurant to play. And many times you might get you know close to 200 that want to play. So we do a, a lottery to uh, see who's going to be able to play that night. But out you're of the, kidding me. That's no, hilarious. No. Yeah, no, 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 no. They, it's you have to have a lottery. The lottery run the lottery like the week before, so they know that they have a spot not to be able to play. It's a oh, lot you, of fun. You better show up for that spot too. You'll be in trouble. <laughs> yeah, we you, know where you live. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You win that lottery and then skip out on somebody's going to be upset if they if they. Oh wow, that's well, that's fantastic though. That's uh, that really speaks to um, you know a lot of activity, a lot of participation. So it doesn't sound, oh, doesn't, yeah. it doesn't sound like you really have to get try try to get people out there. Um, they're they're already looking for for everything. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. That, and like I said, the, the new uh, vendor that we have down here is looking at other alternatives. I mean, he's talking about doing like antique type shows, uh, sporting events. You know, to be uh, you know to have down at the uh, the restaurant also. You know, constantly. So there's always a reason to drive people to come out and, and be together. You know, what, what, what would a, what would a sports thing be like? What, well, it, like when there's going to be, you know, if it's Monday night baseball or, or football on uh, Sundays and sure. you know, any kind of sporting events. You know, when the big screen uh, to get the folks in to watch the games and and do that kind of thing too. I got I mean, you. They do Halloween events. I mean, there's just about every kind of event you can imagine. I mean. Uh, on the holidays, we always have, um, you know, uh, very fancy uh, dinners, whether it's Thanksgiving or Christmas or whatever the, the holiday is. We always recognize all the holidays and give people a chance to uh, to share the holidays together. 
I guess if you're if you're bored down there, it's because you want to be bored. You know, I've I've said this. If you you know, we send out a newsletter every couple of weeks, uh-huh. and uh, it lists all of the activities that are going on. There's a big monthly calendar in the middle of the uh, newsletter, and if you can't find something that's going to entertain you, that's your own fault because. <laughs> You know, we go out of our way to make sure that we have enough activities for everyone to be able to participate in, you know. And a variety, it sounds like. And a variety, you know. And I, I've had some some older folks who, uh, that I've met them for one reason or the other, having to do with their building and whatnot. And I realize that they really aren't getting involved. And I make a point to let the recreation folks know about them and, and kind of help them uh, acclimate a little bit more to uh, get involved in activities. Because there's no no reason to be to be shut in your unit and, and not be out, uh, you know, during the day or in the evening. Is that uh, sometimes is is part of that because that <coughs> excuse me maybe a, a warning sign too if where they have participated in the past that there may be something. I, I mean, do you try? And, oh, okay. I, I found that they were just shy. They just didn't. You know, they weren't. You know, maybe they are alone and uh, and they weren't and realizing that. There's many other uh, widows and widowers here also that they can, you know, um, make friends with and be able to do things with. It doesn't have to necessarily be like, you know, driving the, you know, to getting, uh, you know, uh, another spouse. Right. It doesn't have to be I romantic, but, but you got all kinds of activities that they can all yeah. do together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, that, and that's really the benefit of this uh, that I think over here. And it gets, it gets back to what you were talking about as far as... Um, a healthy lifestyle. I, I think it definitely is. I like I said, I don't have any hard data on it, but boy, mm-hmm. it sure seems it to me. I mean, um, you know, where would you be if you were in your in your later seventies or eighties or nineties in in the winter time in some of the northern states? I don't know what you would be doing, but I can tell you, down here, you could be sitting out by the swimming pool with a drink in your hand, you know, and uh, relaxing, you know. Uh, it, I, I guess it all depends on what you want, but I do agree with you that, that if you don't have something, if you don't have something to look forward to every single day and, and a plan and things to do, <coughs> excuse me, I, 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 basically you do what you do. Yeah. If, if you, if you sit on the sofa and watch TV, that's, that's what you do. And, yeah. and, yeah. uh, it's probably not going to be, it doesn't sound like a fun existence for me, but, uh, I guess unfortunately a lot of people do that, but. Um, so, so what else can you tell us <clears throat> about? I, I know there are lots of choices in Florida. Obviously, as you mentioned, lots of choices in Arizona, Texas, where where have you? Um, <clears throat> take a minute and kind of kind of blow your own horn about Seven Lakes. Tell, tell us how, whatever what, you know. Uh, <clears throat> tell us if, if tell us what it's all uh, about. Give us one more description about it. Tell us you know if, well, if people wanted to come. I think strategically, we're in a tremendous location. Okay. You're probably not 10 miles from the airport, maybe 10 miles from the beach, major shopping uh, centers and malls right on your doorstep, just outside the front gates. Okay. Every kind of restaurant you can imagine, every kind of, I think somebody tried to figure on 41 just in the Fort Myers city limits. There's over 200 uh, restaurants just on 41, which oh, is the major wow. street. So if you can't find something else that you like to eat. 200? Uh, yeah, yeah, it, it's that many, and that's just in the, in the immediate Fort Myers uh, uh, area in here. Um, so strategic, it's great. Um, in terms of safety and security, again, we take it extremely seriously. So um, you come to this community, uh, we recognize that some of the folks are older too, and we're going to do everything in our power to 
make sure that no one uh, gets in here that does not belong inside the uh, inside the walls here. And uh, we take the, and we also take your enjoyment, having a great time, uh, very seriously. Also, and that's why we have a full service recreation department to yes. make sure that you do have activities and you have the ability to, to enjoy life. You know, and I think if you enjoy it, you're going to live longer. I bet you have a lot of companies also that want to reach out to your residents. You know, there's 200 restaurants. They probably want to... Um, well, I'm, I know there's discounts that they, they do give us, and, uh, you know, we're we're not as free about the uh, the advertising. Uh, we do have some advertisers, but, you know, we don't want to commercialize their personal information. Like, I'm not, we're not giving out their sure. addresses and whatnot to people who, you know, in the world today, I'm a little bit more cautious with what information we give out about the individual residents. Sure, and you certainly don't have companies, you're not allowing companies to come in there either and put no. door hangers on or anything like no. that. I mean, I mean, you don't need certain companies. You don't, you don't need any landscaping companies. You, you don't need a lot of companies because it's all self-contained for the most part. No, we would have them removed if that happened. <laughs> <laughs> Quickly. Yes, absolutely. We're very close to our local uh, fire department, the South Trail Fire Department. And when it comes to any type of uh, medical calls, if you do have a medical uh, situation, they're there within a couple of minutes. I mean, they, wow. they're so familiar with all of our buildings and the layout of the community that uh, should there be a medical uh, situation arise, uh, we've been very blessed to have a uh, great fire department here to take care of us. That's great. That's great. So if somebody wanted to look at look, contact your real estate guy or learn more about it, what's, what's, know, what's the best way to do that? Yeah, I think the best thing to do would be, um, would be hitting up Seven Lakes Realty. Okay. Seven Lakes Realty. And I can give you that number, too, if you uh, put out the it's fine with me put out the number put out the website address I mean yeah uh, it's uh, it's a 239 that's our area code okay and it's a, a 481 uh, 1552 and that's okay. the real estate company now if you needed to, to speak to me which would be fine too I mean I certainly could give you but I just can't tell you what is available to rent or what is sure, available sure sure uh, my number is a 239 482 4540 my name is uh, Tim Day, mm-hmm. D-A-Y, and the website uh, to look at the available properties would be www.sevenlakes.net. Um, uh, Very easy. Oh, sevenlakes.net. Does that does that yeah. talk about all the, the the rest of the community as well? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's all the information for you too, and it'll have information about the surrounding um, surrounding areas too. What's available for you here too? I mean, there's just such a wide variety of entertainment outside. Also, I mean the uh, Boston Red Sox and Twins uh, also have their spring training camps right here, and again, probably within maybe 15 miles, uh, Ooh, the, less than 15 miles of the facility uh, here too. Wow, that's it's nice. Just such a wide variety of things for folks to do. Sure, sure. Uh, what What about if if somebody's uh, living in Pennsylvania and they say, I, I, you know what, I want to check it. I want to check out Kenny. Could they come down? Could they talk to the real estate company and come down there for a week, yeah. or rent for a week, or something like that? To just to, to we to, don't do the short term rentals like that here, but I think they might be able to give them enough information that they might be comfortable enough to maybe make that decision, maybe with online information and uh, information from the realtors. And if they're not, they feel free to call my office too. They okay, just, certainly they can feel free to, to give me a call. So what's and, the shortest? What's the shortest they could rent? It would be the seasonal. It would be the three months. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 
And depending on the unit, that depends on the price or whatever. But that's still right. Right. <clears throat> it obviously would be higher in the in the shorter uh, term than it is in the annual. You know, when you get someone in there for the annual, you get more of a reduced uh, price. Sure. Sure. I mean, I and if you own, you you really just want to make sure your fees are covered and. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And rentals, uh, people who are there renting, they, they get the full. They they can do the golf. They can do the whole thing as well. Absolutely. Oh, that's Absolutely. great. That's great. Yeah. 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 Well, this is this is um, just I, I I wanted to to contact you. I wanted to ask you, uh, you know, what it's like. What you know, when if somebody's contemplating this, um, again, some of the adjustments that they have to make and and. and but it sounds as I don't want to say they're on vacation all the time because they're they're living life. But it's just just having all kinds of opportunities to do all kinds of different things every day. Yeah, oh, absolutely, oh, absolutely. Would agree with you, and uh, I would recommend it to any of my friends and family that are not down here yet to get down here. <laughs> <laughs> you still have room, so so yeah. I mean, Florida's not full yet. Is that what you're saying? Right. <laughs> still, still plenty of space. Uh, and you're and you're uh, and and you're in Fort Myers as well. So you're on the west side, the west coast. Right. Um, west coast. I, I, I kind of I'm kind of partial to the west coast, of Florida than the, than the east coast. I know you you're over on the east coast. Which which one do you like better now that you've been in both places? Well, you know you know it's funny. Some people will like the uh, east coast side. The Atlantic Ocean is extremely. You know, you get a lot more waves. You can be surfing. Uh-huh. Obviously, on the Gulf Coast, the west coast side, the uh, the ocean you know is flatter. It doesn't have the uh, the disturbances. Uh, I think the East Coast gets hit with more hurricanes than the West uh-huh, Coast. Sure. So that would be a reason to stay on the West Coast. And uh, I think we're not as uh, densely populated as you see on the East Coast. So I would say the West Coast is where I that's where I live. And that's where I would uh, want to continue living. Sure, sure. Well, I can't thank you enough, Tim. It's it's been fun. I I, I love hearing. I mean, it's, it sounds like a great lifestyle. A lot of people are really taking advantage of that, and and um, you sound very welcoming as far as bringing more people in there. That that's great too. I appreciate so, that. Thanks for having me, Dave. I appreciate it. Well, thank you very much. I'll, I'll. Who knows? Maybe we'll play golf down there one of these days. Okay, you name it. Okay. And there you go. Great time with Tim today. I really enjoyed talking with him about kind of a lifestyle that uh, all of us can enjoy after work, after putting in all those hours and weeks and months and years, getting to a place where you can uh, have some fun 24-7. All the activities there, it was just great hearing about that and and kind of the adjustment to – in that in that retirement lifestyle, and and I and I, I I probably my favorite part was him talking about the fact that he he just believes that the health benefits of of yes being in warmer weather, but but staying active. Um, you know, you may be in a situation where you can't get to warmer weather, and that's that's fine. But but I think the key there uh, is activity doing something all the time, having a plan, waking up with a purpose regardless, and and even if you're not retired. But uh, it was just just enjoyable. And invite you if you want to certainly if you want to learn more about seven lakes you got the information there to do that and and uh if you pay them a visit stop in and see tim he'll be glad to see you i'm sure and uh, he'll be glad to to show you around the property so uh my thanks to tim thank you uh sir for joining us and and uh, i really enjoyed great information so uh guys uh, we're about ready to get out of here don't forget uh that vitamin drink i think you know the name of it Beyond Tangy Tangerine. Get it. Um, 
drink that on a daily basis or something. That's what I always tell you. If you don't want to get that one, fine, get something. Make sure you're taking supplements to feel better, look better, um, just be just be healthier. So until next time, you guys, be well, have fun, be active. Somewhere I gotta go